Concerning a hundredfold return, look at Mark 10. Then Peter began to say unto Jesus, Lo, we have left all and followed thee. Verse 29, Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake and the gospel's. But he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time, houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions, and in the world to come, eternal life. I can't see that the hundredfold return has anything at all to do with giving offerings. It has to do with hearing God and following him and doing what he wants you to do. Of course, that could be giving offerings, but I know so many times preachers use this hundredfold return to extort money from the churches. We who belong to God and have been blessed by God and have eternal life, we're so grateful we don't have to be coerced into giving money. We'll do that. We don't have to be coerced by preachers. But many preachers do coerce their congregations by wrongly using this subject of a hundredfold return. So we really need to know what this hundredfold return is over. It's over doing what God wants us to do. And often we have to turn from our relatives in order to do that. We have to walk away from our lands and give it up in order to do what God wants us to do. There was a time I was on radio from coast to coast in, from 1980 through 1984. God had put me on radio. In the night I was asleep and I heard a very loud trumpet-like voice and it blew in my ear three words which caused me to awaken and jump out of bed. It was very loud trumpet-like voice. Very often when you read in scriptures, you'll read of a trumpet-like voice. I've heard that voice. It's just like a trumpet. It's just so loud. The words that I heard were Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. God was putting me on radio. I had never heard a radio broadcast in religious broadcast. I really don't believe I'd thought of going on radio at all. I know our pastor went on radio at that time, sometime along the, those years, and he was so excited of going on radio. And my thought was, who cares about radio? Well, God was going to put me on radio. And starting with station KWJS, I said to God when I heard those three words, I said, are you telling me to go on radio? I'm not a speaker. I'm a writer. I wouldn't know how to do that. I wouldn't know how to go on radio. And immediately I heard, call the radio station manager. Now this I heard in the form of a thought, which was instruction from God delivered by the Holy Spirit. So that morning I called the radio station manager and I said, God might be telling me, showing me to go on radio. How would you do that? And he said, make an audition tape 29 and a half minutes long and send it to me. And if you fit our broadcasting, we'll offer you a contract. 
That same morning, I recorded a 29 and a half minute broadcast, put it in the mail that same day. Within five days, I was broadcasting exhortations to the church on radio station KWJS. Within a year, I was on radio from coast to coast, literally from Hartford to Seattle, and KWJS, just like the trumpet voice said, I was on radio from coast to coast within a year. I was having a meeting in Seattle for the radio audience. En route back to Dallas, where I lived, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, Now the foundation is laid. Now we're really going to move. Well, that was extremely exciting to me. A few days later, I heard the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. I had no idea what that meant. A few days after that, God began to show me sins being committed by various big-time ministers, and I had to try to get the message to these ministers. I found that the message was not reaching them. So God worked with me until I was willing to present the message on my radio broadcast, telling of the sin being committed by the minister and naming the minister by name. My own staff wanted to leave me. One of my, the head of my office staff said that they, when they came to my meetings, my local meetings, that they wanted to wear a sack over their head so nobody would know they worked for me. So many people turned from me. My best friend came to me and said, is there any way you could be wrong about this? And I said, no. She left me. Almost everybody left me. We had thousands and thousands of people listening to radio broadcasts. The hate mail began to flow in. At one of my meetings, the radio station manager was waiting for me at the meeting room door. And he said, Joan, you have many good messages. Just speak those messages. But if you speak the message through these judgment messages, I don't know what's going to happen to you. We may have to put you off the air. And the Holy Spirit rose up in me to say this to him. George, if I don't speak the message that I believe to be from God, then I don't have a message so I may as well be off the air. And that word which I spoke carried my life unto this day. If I don't speak the message that I believe God has given me, I don't have a message. So why speak? Well, this is going to be an example of that hundredfold return for you because I ended up losing lands for the sake of the gospel. About half of my stations put me off the air. Offerings decreased enormously. I continued on about half of the stations, and then eventually I decided just to close up the radio broadcast. The offerings had decreased so significantly. And I went forward with the radio audience, just making cassette tapes for them and sending them out to them either in writing or on cassette tape. And I did that for about 10 years. Now here's what that scripture says. There's no man that hath left house or brethren or sisters 
or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels. That is the word that God has given to you to do. When you've left your lands for that word, you will receive a hundredfold. Now in this time, houses and brethren and sisters and mother and children and lands with persecution and in the world to come, eternal life. God will repay you now in this time. This happened to me in 1982 where they put me off half of the radio stations because of the judgment messages. That was 1982. Somewhere around 2017, I realized we had $9,000 in the ministry checking account and no debt and really no expense to speak of because God had put me writing a blog back in 2012 and doesn't cost anything at all to write a blog and send it all over the world. The message goes instantly all over the world. We've been publishing that blog since 2012. And here I had very little expense and I really don't ask people for offerings. How many times have you heard me ask for an offering? Probably never. We have about four or five people that give offerings. Many of the radio audience that still communicated with me died over the years. Many left me, but the ones that didn't leave me, many of them died from age, just old age. So we're left with four or five people who give offerings. And we have an abundance God told me in 2012 to start the blog. And then in 2015, I began writing books and publishing them on Amazon. And that cost us no money at all. They go all over the world. There's a free book program Amazon has. And every day there is a free book offered by this ministry on Amazon, which you can get it. It's an ebook, electronic book. You can get it, an ebook, free, for free every day. And then he had me start podcast in the year 2020. And those are free to everyone. I was considering going back on radio when the word podcast came to Pam Paget and she mentioned it to me, told me about it. And God gave me a dream showing me to do podcast. It cost us a total of $100 a year, a year, for a podcast provider. And nothing for the blog and nothing for the books. So basically, the expense for this ministry is $100 a year. So money just accumulates. And through the years, God had me build First an apartment, then a house, and then another house. So I sold that house in Texas and moved into the house of Pam Paget in Colorado Springs. She's a member of the Body of Christ. And I live at her house, and she helps me because I've had some accidents and I can't walk. I just can walk a little bit with a walker. So Pam helps me so I can live in her house 
She does all the technical work also for the ministry. A few days ago, I was reading one of those ministry books, which we have published on Amazon. And in one paragraph, I was telling about the miracles of God, financial miracles of God in getting me out of debt, the financial miracle of cutting down on the needs and yet providing a way for us to speak the gospel all over the world without cost, (laughs) without even leaving my room. And I came across a statement in that that said, and we have at this time $9,000 in cash in our ministry account. Well, today we have $141,000 in cash in our ministry account, plus the offerings that come in each month. And I got to thinking about that hundredfold return, and I thought, well, since 2015 or 16, and having $9,000 in cash, now we have $141,000 in cash. That's more than a hundredfold return, isn't it? Now, I'm not any good with math, but I thought, well, a hundredfold should be $9,000 and another $9,000, and that $18,000 would be a hundredfold, and we have 141000 I told Pam, and she kind of figured, said, well, I think that's about 15 times a hundredfold. And I didn't even know it until I happened to read that paragraph in that book that I had written back around 2015. Now in this time, you'll receive a hundredfold now in this time. And instead of doing radio, we have at least three times the outlet. We have blog, podcast, and now Twitter. Let's read this hundredfold once again. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake and the gospel's, when God speaks to you and tells you to do it. But he shall receive an hundredfold, now in this time, houses, and brethren, and sisters, and mothers, and children, and lands with persecution, and in the world to come eternal life. The Apostle Paul gave up everything to follow Jesus. The Apostle Paul was very highly thought of in the Jewish circles. In Philippians chapter 3, verses 5 through 11, Paul describes this. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, and Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law, a Pharisee, Concerning zeal, persecuting the church. Touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, 
the righteousness which is of God by faith. It was, see, by faith that Paul heard what to do in the ministry and by faith that he followed the instructions from God. And he lost all when he did that because the Jews turned against him, persecuted him, tried to kill him. And Paul says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Sometimes you lose everything in order to obey God and follow what he tells you to do. And that is the hundredfold return that comes now in this life. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.